0: Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the WPTF Weekend Gardener on this uh, rather overcast, some people got rain type Saturday. Mike Riley here along with Ann Clapp. Morning, Ann. Good
1: You morning. got a little rain? Yes, just, just a little bit.
0: I live close by, so I guess uh, I got a little bit too, but looks like you got more. I don't know.
1: You're, well, it li- it you're a little
0: bit west of me, so maybe that was the well, it, that was. The it deal,
1: was a huh? little bit nasty on the front at the front door. You didn't fall or anything, did you? Yeah. Huh. Didn't slip, okay. No.
0: Gerald Adams is uh, also with us here in the studio. Gerald, you all Good right, buddy? Morning.
2: Did you yes, get some sir? rain out there in K-Town? We, we got a little bit, but not not much.
0: See, there's that east-west thing. Got a little more to the west. I don't know. Let's check in with uh, the former Attorney General and Secretary of State, at Rufus Edmondson. The well-traveled. Rufus Edmonds.
3: Well-traveled. You know, you and I had a little bit of mist yesterday. Yeah, not much, but a little bit. Uh, uh, person County. Well-traveled. Uh, my greatest delight in life, I thought, when I grew up, was going to Charlotte. Yeah. And I discovered <laughs> going to Timberlake, North Carolina.
0: Absolutely. We uh, we did Peace that yesterday. Thanks to Dave Bradshaw and uh, Rob Hall and all those folks at T.G. Brooks' store. And uh, we did a uh, garden show up there for a couple hours. They extended the show for an extra hour. We well, did two well, hours yesterday.
2: When you have garden royalty, you extend <laughs> the time. <laughs> 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 no, 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 we're
0: we're not that, but. It was nice, it was very Christmassy. We were outside, as a matter of fact. It was a little airish, as Johnny Hood used to say. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't Rufus.
3: A little airish is right. My feet are finally thawed out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep,
0: mine too. But uh, it was it was a blast. It really was. Had a nice nice uh, meal with uh, with Dave Bradsher and his the radio station owner, who's a member of the North Carolina News Network and uh an affiliate and his wife who was on school board she was a county commissioner she uh, ran for school board she was a principal at uh, the big high school up there for years miss margaret uh, so we had a nice meal at the flat river cafe in hurdle mills uh, have you ever done that i have not have i'll add it to the list you ever toured person county well that's that's where you should go is i have
2: been through person county a number of times but now, i haven't been there to dine yet
0: flat river cafe is on one side and you walk through the door and there's a grocery store so well. they got both right there <laughs> got me some country ham got me some uh, some uh, hoop cheese at T.G. Brooks mm-hmm. and a pocket knife
2: well I did eat a country ham <laughs> biscuit from the farmer's market restaurant yesterday oh, all right we, we so talked about lagging that lagging a
0: whole lot what, what was it you call those biscuits Rufus fathead or, Cat, or...
2: cathead
0: cathead yeah okay No, that's right. I saw Fat Leg uh, the other night at your Christmas party.
3: Yeah, you saw the famous Fat Leg, my former assistant, who one time when he was driving me, I fell asleep, and all of a sudden, I I woke up, and this fat leg was laying on me. (laughs) And I said, get that fat leg off of me. So thereupon, he was named Fat Leg. All right, well,
0: I met the fat leg the other night. So at any rate, do you do okay this morning, sir, Mr. Secretary?
3: Well, well, I'm, uh, I'm still nursing my arm, but we feel, we feel good. I, I didn't, I didn't feel like having to have the warden help me take a shower this morning. So I decided I would, would camp at home.
0: Well, that's fine.
3: Well,
0: Logs. So we can hear my, from you.
3: We're okay. the, the warmth of my kitchen,
0: <laughs> yeah, so uh, have you had your cereal and you all ready to go?
3: You know what I had the uh, uh, Reese's Cup <laughs> cereal.
0: Reese's Cup cereal. What
3: <laughs> that is good. Reese's Cup. Well, the, the the little balls are they taste like Reese's Cups. Yeah, you... it is it is uh, really good if you like that sugary syrupy. Material. Hmm. I'm not like you and, and and Linda, who loves so much oatmeal. Yeah, I should eat oatmeal.
0: Eat some oatmeal and eat some yogurt or a boiled egg or something with it to get you a little protein, and and you're yeah, set. A little
3: prune juice with it. <laughs> prune, well, I
0: I don't know about the prune juice. It's always better to eat the fruit rather than the juice. They're, uh, yeah, that's right. So uh reese's cup i don't think i'll do that. i love reese cups reese's cups or Reese's reesey <laughs> reese cups but i don't know that i'd like the cereal very much does that sound appetizing to anybody here at the table
2: i'd have to say i'd give it a try <laughs> well hey, and uh what about you you
0: you in for some reese cup reese's cup cereal this morning uh no okay, well, no all right no. we'll uh leave it all to you uh general 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Well, Gerald, you and your boy, we got uh, in uh, picking up the secretary yesterday and taking him home. We drove by Centennial Campus, a little shortcut there. You
2: should, you should have called me, and y'all could have stopped by the chancellor's Well house. They had the open house
0: yesterday oh, for all wow.
2: the NC State You think employees. they would have let us in there? Yeah, we could have slid y'all on in there.
0: How about that? Well.
2: Big crowd of people there.
0: I bet so. Well, we thought about you, Rufus says. Yeah, you turn there, and that—that's uh, that's Gerald's place.
2: Well, I don't—not <laughs> the whole place. I but... don't know that we call it my <laughs> my place there, but I do spend a lot of time there.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, what what have y'all been working on? Have y'all you haven't done any pruning much? Have you? Uh,
2: we we have done a little bit of pruning, but more of some bigger stuff. Uh, a few Nellie Stevens Hall, just a few things like that, where we right. just had some wild. You know, growth going off here, there, but not any kind of major pruning to it. But we've been mostly in the leaves, 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 <laughs> leaves, leaves, leaves. The leaves haven't leaves. left the leaves. <laughs> uh, whoo, uh, that's been a they just. You know, we were a little late ever really getting some freezing weather, and we've not had a whole lot of nights below freezing. And the leaves, some of them have been a little stubborn coming on down off the trees. So, and then we have places around all the residence halls where. You know, we don't do a lot in December because they're studying for exams, which finally finished up last week. And this coming week we'll really get to town trying to get those finally cleaned up because the majority of the students will be headed already headed home for Christmas.
3: Yeah. Well, Gerald, well, do you all have your own leaf mulching operation over there?
2: Uh, we, we do. We take – there's a place out at the field lab back behind the Arboretum, where we take all the leaves to uh, and dump them. And we've got, Lord, we must have four trucks now. I, I know we got at least four trucks with the big vacuums that we suck them up onto, but it's just shocking. You see the size of the, the beds, these boxes that are on the trucks, and how quick you can fill one of them up. Uh, so this is a never-ending taking them out there and, and dumping them. And then they... People that look after the, the field lab out there, roll them and move them and do all the things to get them where you've got some good leaf mulch in about a year.
0: Wow. So Nellie R. Stevens hollies you've been pruning. Just huh? a
2: little bit. I've got some Emily Bruners uh, that I did a little bit on too that are must be 25 foot, foot tall. And it was mostly because it had a wild spot coming out the top or just a few places, just a little bit of shaping, not not much at all.
0: All right. Well, uh, I guess we need to leave most everything else.
2: Yeah, they're not. They're not a lot of things. I mean, you know, if you had a rose uh, and it had a six-foot-long cane on it, and you was worried about it bending over and breaking or something, you know, sometimes you just short something up for the you know overall health of the plant. But not a lot of pruning going on now. And I I still have. Yesterday, I looked. uh, I've got some. uh, Miss Huff Lantana, the six foot tall, still had green leaves on it. Uh, So I I I never cut anything like that back if it's showing. You want it to make sure that it's good and dormant. And if you see any green leaves, well, it certainly is not. Yeah, definitely dormant. I've got some angel trumpets that I've not cut back. All the leaves are off of it now, but it's still. I took my fingernail and scratched the main stalk, and it was just as you know live as it could be. So, uh, I I think if you Get in a hurry and do that. Sometimes, when the cold weather does set in for a spell, you're you're more prone to do some damage.
0: Yeah, I I uh, I think I I'm, I'm tardy in getting uh, some roses trimmed, but well, uh, yeah, the lantana usually wait until that. You know, there's there's been
2: plenty of times you could sell onto it now, right before Christmas. But, you know, we just I've gotten to the point where I don't really cut any roses back anymore to the end of January, 1st of February. Because, you know, there in the last five or six years, there have been a number of times when I could go find you a blooming rose the week of Christmas. Uh, And that's just, and that's the case. Then you know that plant, there's no way that it's gone dormant uh, yet. So I think you just, you know, we're kind of anxious sometimes to get some of these yearly tasks out of the way and behind us but i just think we're having to wait a little later to get some of that done that
0: yeah that definitely um and if uh, a lot of the perennials have uh something we were talking about yesterday is is actually the they have hollow tubes and they get filled with water if you trim them and then they you know we may get cold here sometime and (laughs) That, that's sooner or,
2: sooner or later, surely it freezes up on the inside
0: of those things and splits them, and they get they get sick. So uh, be careful with that, yeah, I, I, and be careful where you plant things. Yeah. You don't want something that looks like like it might this time of year. Don't plant it where you you see it all the time. And,
2: and off the top of my head, I can't hardly think of anything. That you're doing damage because you wait to yeah. cut it back. I mean, right. you could wait to the end of March, uh, February first of March, to cut a lot of things back, and you know, you may you may not have liked how it looked beforehand, but you know that that's never really going to be a negative something because you waited later to do it.
0: Yeah, uh, both of the Brooks brothers. Now the T.G. Brooks store is owned by the Brooks brothers. <laughs> I mean the the story goes back to 1936, but Rufus would not be people that get a chance to uh, dine with uh, the Brooks brothers, right? And
3: oh, absolutely, the Brooks
0: brothers. We, uh, but they, I know they were asking. Uh, They're John, not
2: the ones that make suits and shirts and all. Are no, they? no, I, I
0: don't, I don't think so. But sounds good. Doesn't <laughs> yeah. I, I, had, I had lunch with it. Well, at any rate, uh, they each. They each asked Johnny Coley, who was also with us, because he's uh, a Person County Extension Agent. He was on the show with us too, and uh, one of them asked about pruning hydrangeas. Now, I think he Knock, was knockout roses. Well, one of them was knockout. The other was uh, asked about hydrangeas. Right. Yeah. So uh, the knockout roses, he said that they didn't bloom as much because he he thought because he cut them almost to the ground last year.
2: Well, that could be partially true. It it depends a lot on how much growth came back out from when he cut them down. And often that's dependent upon how much did you fertilize them? Did you keep them watered and dry Mm -hmm. spells and and things of that nature? Generally speaking, I've seen knockout roses that were nine foot tall that had never been cut back. And they had got extremely leggy being that the first three foot of them didn't hardly have any blooms. On them because it was old wood, all the growth had went up instead of going out. Uh, but I, I generally speaking think that when you do cut roses back, in particular knockouts, you you'll end up having more blooms because you're forcing it to produce more lateral growth as it comes out. So more stems, more places to bud, more blooms. Uh, I generally speaking rarely ever cut one back more than half. So if the knockout was four foot tall, I cut it back to about two foot tall.
0: Yeah, I think he was cutting it down to knee high or so. And and
2: sometimes if you've really drastically cut one back, it's putting all that energy back into getting the stems and structure going back, and and you just may not see uh, as many blooms uh, on it. But usually with knockouts, for the long term, you're better off pruning them every year than just letting them go. I mean, if you've got somewhere where it can get tall, and if you're going to put something back in front of it later on to take care of, you know, all that legginess and lack of blooms in the first two, two and a half foot, then you know that's kind of okay.
0: Mm. And uh, the hydrangeas pruning I, it can be tricky.
2: Yeah, I never ever prune hydrangeas until after they've already started to green back up. Uh, Amen. In, yeah, in, I think <laughs> that's what you said. Told him, in, Rufus, in, in the springtime. Uh, One of the reasons is it is hard to tell if wood and hydrangeas has finally lost its mojo or not. For instance, I've had some mop heads before start to green up, leaf out and all, and you see some stems and you think, well, that stem's not started to green up and it's an old, bigger stem. Should I go down and cut it out? And three or four weeks later, the leaves start coming out on it. Uh, So I typically wait at least thirty days after I've seen the first leaf come out on one before I go back and say, Well, that wood's finally dead there, let me go take it out all the way to the ground. Uh and, and Bro, does,
3: some bloom on old wood and some on new that's,
2: wood. That's that is correct. And you'll get some of the wood that will die out over time as the you know, the mound is producing more shoots that come up off of it. And if the wood is completely dead, yes, you're good to get it out. It's a place where insects could host at, it's not doing anything to uh, help the plant but you i've they're just way unpredictable in how they green up and how quickly they do and i think you could you could do some damage to the plant i would never do it like in february when everything was supposedly dormant because it's impossible to tell uh with those and so many of your older hydrangeas uh do bloom on old wood if you get in there and whack the dickens out of it you won't have any blooms that year
0: mm. Yeah, I think the the big mophead type hydrangeas that we're so familiar with, that's uh, old wood. All, all those are like that. You know, the endless summer ones when they came
2: uh, on to town was the first of the mopheads that would bloom on you in old wood. And I will say that a lot of these newer, I can every time I look in a catalog now I see some hydrangea I've never heard tell of. There's just been an explosion in the last seven or eight years of more hydrangeas, and in particular. What I call dwarf hydrangeas that stay, you know, four foot or so, smaller, mm-hmm. and there are a number of those that will bloom on new, new and old wood as well. But everything back from, you know, my grandmother's time on up through I was through college, all of that stuff was, you know, pretty much bloomed on old wood.
0: Right. You know, the the PG hydrangeas, uh, like a Limelight, right, are. Is that new wood? That blooms
2: on new wood. And And they like sun. And and that's why I planted one of the first ones that ever came into Wake County at the governor's mansion. Supposed to get four foot tall. Year two, it was eight and a half foot tall. Uh, And every year at Christmas, I would cut half of it off. And I would cut the big blooms off with a three and four foot stem on them. And the person doing the decorations would use them natural, spray them with glitter, spray them right. silver, gold, red, some everything in the world, and use them in the Christmas decorations. And by July of the next summer, you couldn't tell it had ever been cut back. It had grown all back out and yeah. bloomed. I everywhere.
0: see so many of them in use now, and uh, they're out in, the, in full sun. They
2: can take all the, the the sun. They now have, you know, they keep trying to get a smaller one. So a limelight obviously got bigger than they thought. Then there's mm. little lime, yeah. which gets – probably four to five foot. It was supposed to be three to four. And now there's one called Bobo, which is baby limelight, and it may finally be the one that will stay four foot, four foot and under.
0: Then there are the oak leaf hydrangeas, which I love dearly, and the color is stunning this year in uh, most of the oak leaf hydrangeas I've seen. Rufus, is that true in your landscape? Totally. Yeah.
3: There's a real real lime-colored one, Gerald, uh, that that seems to be dwarfing.
2: I... Yes, there's. I can't. The cultivar name escapes me right now. But there is a new one out that's more in that four footish, maybe uh, three and a half to four and a half foot range. Uh, and that really is a, a stunning plant because you got so many more places you can put it where your traditional ones get you know pretty pretty big, tall and wide.
0: Yeah, I I have one that is lime green. Um, and I, I'll, I'll come up with a name. Maybe we can do that during the break. I'll come up with a name during the break here on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here uh, in, uh, 919-860-9783 919-860 WPTF and uh, I hope you'll give us a call this morning um, looking through and to see if I see that lime green we'll have to Little honey, little, little honey, honey is the one. Little that I honey's have. the one
2: you got, and yeah. and ruby slippers is a new one that I have not had my hands on just yet.
0: But ruby, uh, Rufus, do you have that one? Ruby slippers.
3: Uh, ma- matter of fact, Mike, you gave it to me. It's, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, uh, uh, and one of my helpers, Gerald, you would know his name. I know. He went wild with the the trimmer, and he ringed it, and she's dead, baby. Uh oh.
0: Well, we'll have to replace that.
3: Well, I don't allow anybody to touch my trimmer anymore.
0: <laughs> they go wild, huh? There's something about it.
2: Yeah, and I, I think four foot's about the max or so on that, if memory serves me right. Yeah,
0: but the, the color on that is, uh, is really stunning, too, in the, especially in the spring, but also it has not really nice fall color. Yeah and,
2: and that's one of the really the great things about oak leaves. I think you get a mo- you get a little more action in the leaves from them than some of the other hydrangeas which sometimes are a little premature to just drop and say bye we've had enough of yeah. of summer. Uh and, but the size of the blooms is just
0: And there's some that have a little more color in the in the flower now, too, a little more pink in the flower. 919-860-9783 more of the weekend gardener straight ahead It's 828. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, we're all here, plus Gerald Adams, who is uh, with uh, North Carolina State University and uh – it kind of helps oversee all of that centennial campus there, which is a huge job, isn't
2: 800 it? 800 acres, <laughs> just, I'm saying.
0: <laughs> and you, you move across the road, too, to uh, the, the other other campus.
2: We do. We do work together doing stuff on main campus as well. Fortunately, we've got a, a very good person that supervises the horticulture stuff over there. So we we work together on, you know, we have us a greenhouse now where we've started to grow a few little things and, more importantly, save some of our tropical
0: yeah. Uh, Centennial
2: Centennial campus is bigger isn't it Yeah, yeah. Anchorage- Cent- so C- well Centennial campus is a thousand acres but the golf course Lonnie pool takes up 200 acres of yeah. that and we yeah. don't we don't maintain it just like 200 yes 200 huh takes I, up 200 acres of
0: that yeah I thought it was bigger than that but that's uh it's a beautiful golf course uh, Phil Campbell owner of Campbell Road Nursery is on the line with us Phil how you doing
1: i'm doing good doing good how are you doing
0: Yeah, you up to your ears and uh some new christmas
1: trees oh yeah yeah um i could tell you uh rufus joyce bruffy just came by she came the early customer here she was pulling in the gate she said to tell you there's nothing you can't find out here at campbell road nursery
4: yeah mm-hmm.
0: that's right you, know, you can find rufus trouble out there stuff. too <laughs> yeah I, you can find trouble out there too can't you
1: <laughs> probably so <laughs> um i was gonna let you know uh first of all if everybody that hears this will come by and get a tree we'll give them ten dollars off Ooh. so and i might call back again so keep listening for the next couple or three couple hours and a half and uh you will we'll talk about it again maybe
0: what else um, you what else you got uh, now those trees what size are they
1: well, we got 7 to 8s and 8 to 9s. Oh wow. I'll tell you the best part, we got something that everybody's been waiting for and that's a Christmas tree that really doesn't bother your allergies as bad. We oh. got in some Nordman firs and they are the most beautiful trees I think I've ever seen and um, they were um, it's named after a botanist in Finland and he discovered the tree and um it's, they're growing a lot of them, in, a lot of them in Oregon right now. But um, just you know, it says that it's got a low fragrance level, which a lot of people like the fragrance. But if it, if it's, you know, if it bothers you, then it's not a good thing. Um, and then it also says it's got superior needle retention. Oh. Um, as it starts to dry a little bit, it doesn't lose the needles like the Fraser. So we got plenty of Frasers. If you like the old timey smell and old timey tree, we've got plenty of small trees left. But we've got these trees were cut on Wednesday.
0: Now, where where can you grow the Nordman firs?
1: They're being grown up in our mountains. Oh
0: wow! Okay,
1: yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, cool. they're just. I mean, you you just you got to come out here and see one of them. These I am gorgeous.
0: I am. I'm going to come out there.
1: there. Soon as I saw it. I was like, "What is that?" Yeah. And he's like, "You want some of those?" I was like, "Yes, I do, please."
0: Mm, okay well i I look forward to seeing part
1: about them they they're um it's all like symmetrically the branches are on it so you can really put some really nice ornaments on it Uh uh-huh and um but we're just you know we're feeling like we've had another christmas miracle here when we ended up getting what people every time what people are asking for some Uh larger trees right and we got really good prices we didn't raise our prices this year so if you're looking for a christmas tree and you hear this? Just tell us you heard it on WPTF, and we'll give you ten dollars off first. Right then.
0: Very good. And yeah, and that not. is still early in the season, uh, so you know you got plenty of time to to keep your tree up. We we usually right. keep our tree up well after uh, Christmas, you know, for old Christmas. Right.
1: So we got plenty of poinsettias left. Lots of different, lots of colors to choose from. Christmas <coughs> cactus, um, the cyclamen that Linda uh love so much, Rufus, and then I've got to yeah, of hers. It, it, I have it, it, it set it aside. Still. I haven't forgotten her. Um, we still have <laughs> okay. roping. Um, a lot of the things that, that we typically, we sold a lot, but, you know, we tried to bring in more so we wouldn't run out so early. Yeah. we we still got our living Christmas trees if you want to get something that's living so you can put it in the house or out on the porch and then put it out you know, plant it after Christmas. So y'all talking about roses. Um, The guys just came and cut our roses this past week, Um, and I've already got another one that's starting to bloom. So that's how fast they're coming back out again.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So we yeah we were talking about roses, uh, 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 the knockout. But you know any of the roses that are way too tall, you really need to get those cut back. Uh, You know today we're going to have some some pretty high winds uh, around, if not here to the west of us.
1: I was like, I got these big Christmas trees, and doggone it, now the wind's going to come through tonight. But that's all right. They'll be fine. Yeah. So,
0: all right. Well,
1: okay, what is you still, let me call in.
0: Yeah. What would you say, Rufus? What,
3: what is the still the most popular rose that you sell?
1: The pop, most popular one? Is, yeah. Um, well, I mean, of course, people like knockout and lady banks, okay? Any kind of knockout. But then, um, and you would ask me that question. I've got to find the name for that, and I'll let you know. It's the new one that came out, I guess, about three years ago, and then they took it away and came out with a new name on it. So I'll I'll get that for you and give it to you. Now
0: the one the one that I have, and I guess Rufus has one too, and the one that you had out there at the old cabin before you moved was yeah, the tequila, tequila Sunrise, right? Right. Yeah, but right. you have so something else that... that we
1: brought down from the cabin. The one we had at the cabin, we brought it down, and it's still it's still living, but. It's it's getting old, and so we're going to, you know, kind of like me, getting a little old and <laughs> getting a little hard to hard to get going. All we're right. going out here this morning. We're, we're doing good. We're getting up some leaves and getting things spruced up a little bit. But we're open right now, so come on out and get a treat.
0: All right. We'll hear All from right, you.
1: While we're well at it, Mike, let me ask about that, that Tijuana
3: sunset. Uh, <laughs> my growth <throat> is <laughs> at least Close. 10, 10 feet. <laughs> How far back would you prune that one, Gerald or, or
1: Phil? i just do it like a knockout. It's fine. About, just prune it like a knockout. About knee deep? Yep, about knee high. Knee high through grasshopper. I mean knee high. <laughs>
3: well, I'll be cutting off about six feet then. Is
2: that, Is that too, too much? It? Or?
1: It's not going to hurt it.
2: It won't hurt it to cut it that much. I mean, basically, really? I always go based on what if, if I got some means of supporting it. So if I had a fence or a railing or, or any kind of arbor behind, I might would leave a little more because you got some way to tie it off. But if you if it's just growing by itself, then it'll get some sturdier limbs when it grows out from that severe cutback. back.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Well,
2: Miss right, Phil, so you, you uh, some, uh, we got
1: some activity out here, so I'll uh, I'll talk to y'all and thank you for letting call me. call
0: back mm-hmm. about nine thirty.
1: All righty, thank you. Yes, ma'am. Uh-huh. Bye. Mm-hmm, bye, bye.
0: All right, that's Phil Campbell, owner of Campbell Road Nursery. Got some, got some brand new trees and some biggins, okay. people. That that has been the talk of the town. Talk of everywhere is is the size of trees. I'm I'm fine with one uh, a bit more diminutive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How about you, Rufus? You you uh, you your tree is is what out there? Something in your landscape?
3: I, I, I'm sorry. I, uh, you painted out on me there.
0: Didn't? Didn't? Uh, now, what do you? Uh, you don't actually have a Fraser fur or anything like that. You, what? What is it you decorate out at oh, your?
3: I, I use a, a zebra grass. I I put a bustle around it, and treat that as uh, it looks like a pineapple when I finish with it. And I put the lights on that. And I'm, since I've been a little bit disabled here, I'm going to have to get some help on doing that. Yeah. But
0: that—that's what I use. It's it's, it's zebra grass. Yeah, a few uh, gray goose bottles to it, and and you're you're all set. Or you could you could put some of Gerald's bottles. We've got Gerald's bottles in our Christmas decoration boxes, and we got a lot of boxes of stuff. But uh, we pulled out some. There, there there's some of Gerald's. Um. I was gonna say Gerald's Lightning, but that's a tomato. <laughs> <laughs> you you have you your your beautiful wine bottles that you paint and
2: have lights it, inside. And I'll have to say, I, I did four shows this fall, and everything was as good or better than they've ever been. People were really eager to get back out from yeah. you know everything was canceled last year. That's right, and all that. So and I did a new show in Greenville this year, the Down East Holiday show which is the first weekend in greenville in the convention center it was spectacular
0: i'll be back yeah yeah the the bottles i really love because so you can you can kind of have a little bit of christmas year round yeah and, and i have a lot of ones that are not christmas
2: related that people yeah. live out and then yeah. i've got people that collect snowmen and tell me they leave them out year round
0: yeah <laughs> so. that's 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 right i like that but uh, the tiny little lights and everything so do you have any that blink Well, you can take any of the strands. There's a bulb
2: that comes with it, and you change one bulb, and it'll make them blink. But it drives me crazy if I'm sitting there at the display selling them, if any of them are blinking. So Uh, I never do that. But you can. It's just simple. You just take one bulb out and change the bulb, and they'll they'll go to blinking.
0: Uh, Johnny Hood was like that. Johnny, if we had these uh, digit timers and stuff – on the on the boards and things he'd stop all of it. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want anything moving. Right. <laughs> to distract him. So I'm I'm kind of like that too. Uh 919-860-9783 before we take a break uh, let's go to Francis in Smithfield. Francis, good morning, you're on WPTF. Good morning. How are you today? I'm good. What can we do for you?
4: I have two questions. One about Hadrian Which is best, to leave the dead blooms on during the winter or get them off?
2: It's whatever you like. What kind do you have?
4: I have a lot of the old ones, Mm -hmm. and then I have some new ones, but I don't know the name of them. I've got a couple of white ones, and uh, one that's a, a lace leaf, I think, but... I, Most of mine are
2: those mop heads. That, I, I always uh, leave paint. mine on. Anne used that? to go out and spray paint some of her blooms. Yeah, you to can get, do that to get some color on them during the winter. <laughs> That's but
0: interesting. A little uh, gold, silver. You could use some some uh, brighter colors,
2: Christmassy oh, I colors.
4: of
0: that. You yeah. could uh, you could also if they're intact, you could you could. Trim I've spray
2: them painted them with glitter before. Yeah, glitter's good. I've cut them off and use them for Christmas decorations, but it doesn't hurt one thing to leave it on there to springtime when it starts to green back up. that oh. That's okay. when I finally, once the green leaves start coming back out on it, then I go in and make sure to clean them up Okay. Uh, then. But to me, just some interest just seeing that on them, yeah. especially a bigger plant where it's got a pretty long stem with them hanging out on them. Francis,
0: you'd be the talk of Smithfield if you did that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay.
4: Well, I have one other question. I have a lot of larope that needs to be divided. Mm-hmm. When is the best time to uh, dig it up and divide it? I,
2: I wouldn't do it right yeah. now. Uh, I, generally speaking, you can do it any time of the year. Uh, I don't like to do it in the once we get into winter time because it's just going to kind of sit there. But as soon as the weather breaks into February, early March, or any time from March to October – uh, you can dig it up and divide it. That's, that rhizome, is that's a, one of the toughest root systems. I've dug up clumps and left them laying on top of the ground for two or three months and go back and split them up and plant them, and they take right back off. I, I have to. Again. I, so, what about um, sh- uh,
4: I should not cut it back before I divide it, right?
2: Um, it doesn't really matter. Uh, I, if I was planning on dividing in, in spring, I probably would wait and, and cut it back as you were dividing it. But it would not hurt a thing if you cut it back, say, into January, and then you decided, well, I want to move them, I want to divide them in March, or, well, no, I don't have time. You waited to May, or you waited to June, or whatever. Wouldn't make any difference whatsoever. It's not really going to start putting on that new growth to the weather breaks. But here the last few years, we've had some really warm warm weather in February. So uh, sometimes it seems like it starts a little quicker.
4: And I'd have new growth already.
2: That's what you don't want to do is to clip any of that new growth off. Yeah. Well, I
4: thank you very much. And well, I'll thank you. Have a good well, that, day and a Merry
3: Christmas. That's when a, that's, yeah. that's when a weed eater comes in right handy
4: when you're going to trim back the wairobi. Right.
0: The <laughs> weed eater, yeah, of course, or you a lawnmower. I've taken we push lawnmowers, I
2: with
4: I yeah. And, with and, the lawnmowers. Yeah, I cut mine with the lawnmower. Yeah,
0: that's what I do. Um, but uh, I'm getting ready to plant some more. I Well, uh, you
3: guys are I, vicious. yeah yeah
0: you know you better stay out of our way Mm -hmm. Uh, so uh yeah uh, merry christmas to you Mm -hmm. thank you very much francis for calling us thank you yes ma'am bye um we'll talk to david and raleigh coming up on the wptf weekend gardener 919-860-9783 it's 851 You're listening to the longest-running gardening show on the radio. It's the WPTF Weekend
5: Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus.
0: All right, we're back at WPTF, and uh, David is in Raleigh with us. David, good morning.
5: Good morning, guys.
0: Yeah, we got uh, a couple of minutes before we go to news. Okay. I, uh,
5: Hopefully this will be fairly quick and clean. All right. Uh, um I live in a condominium unit and I kind of work with the landscaping and all, but we've had a bad problem with our azaleas this past year. Mm. Uh, we had a big infestation of uh, lace bugs on them uh, during the summer, but now uh, we got that under control. But uh, this fall, uh, like ever since the first part of November, it's like uh, all the old leaves just suddenly went shock yellow, almost like a lemon yellow. And the only thing that's kind of green on them still is just the last year's growth. And I'm just kind of wondering. First time I've ever seen this uh, sort of thing happen with
0: uh, azaleas. Yeah, you know they they, they do um, get they are evergreen, so they do get the yellow leaves and drop the leaves like any evergreen. Uh, Gerald,
2: yeah, are, are they are they encores? Are they dwarf azaleas? What kind of size azaleas are they? Uh, these are uh, kind of
5: mostly encores. Uh,
2: are they in that smaller two-and-a-half to three-foot range, or are they in that yeah. four-five-foot range?
5: And they're in the smaller two-to-three-foot range.
2: Are they irrigated where they're at?
5: They're irrigated, but then the irrigation was shut off uh, at the beginning of November, and it was right after that we started noticing that the yellowing started.
2: Pro- probably stressed because we had the driest November on record, I think, since they've been keeping records. Mm-hmm. And uh, if they were used to being nice and hydrated – and then all of a sudden, they cut it off, and it was drying. We still had warmer weather than normal. For that uh, was probably just a shock to the system. Yeah, uh, and,
5: we got some older, uh, what I call old-style uh, azaleas in a couple of different places, and they don't seem to be suffering quite as badly.
0: Yeah, this this is the problem. Hold on. I'll talk is, about it after This, this the, is the, the news. problem. We've got go to <laughs> we gotta go to news. We'll be right back with you, David. All right. More coming up.